Welcome to Keeping It Real with KC. I am your host, KC Phoenix. As you see, this background is a little bit darker than usual. There is a heat wave going on in Los Angeles, and I decided to not use my lighting to conserve a little bit on electricity because I have the air conditioning going in the background and stuff. So, and I'm sure uh, millions and millions and millions and millions of people in Los Angeles also have their air conditioning going right now. Our fans are air conditioning and fans. Who knows? Um, I am very happy to do this episode. I feel guilty too. And for this episode, I'm glad you made it. I'm glad I made it, especially during this heat wave. This episode, it is a huge deal to me because I'm, I should have done it last weekend. And Whitney Houston's birthday was last weekend. That's why I was like, oh, man. Because I'm pretty sure, yeah, on the August the 9th, which was a Sunday. I don't know why I was thinking the 9th was a Saturday for some reason. The... The reason I'm doing this episode is because I feel like she doesn't get enough credit. And as a vocalist, she gets a lot of credit, as she should. But as just an overall artist and entertainer, I feel like she doesn't get enough credit. Let me get the housekeeping stuff out of the way. K-I-R-W-K-C.com, the main podcasting platform. If you're watching this, in the details section, for those who love Apple Podcasts, there is a link to our podcast for Apple because this podcast is carried on several platforms, Apple being one of them. But K-I-R-W-K-C.com takes you to the main podcasting platform. To follow on Instagram, K-I-R-W-K-C. To follow on Twitter, K-I-R-W-K-C. To follow on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash K-I-R-W-K-C. If you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe. Hit the subscribe button followed by the notification bell. That will let you know when I upload a new episode. And on Daily Motion, if you're watching this, if you subscribe, that will let you know when I upload a new episode. As well. Okay. I will do my best to make this not long. My goal is 15 is a 15 minute episode. That's my goal. I I didn't take any notes for this. Cause I don't I usually don't take notes for my episodes. I would say I would have to start with I'm Your Baby Tonight. The reason I have to start there is because growing up, that was the CD that I had. The reason I had that CD was because my mother purchased it. Which, um, 
the CD didn't sell as well as her previous CDs, but it sold well. It sold over 6 million copies worldwide. Um, I enjoyed listening to that CD and I was like, wow, this woman can really, really, really sing. Her voice is so beautiful. And I was just like, if I sing, I want to capture a crowd the way she does, because her voice is so beautiful. One of my favorite songs off the I'm Your Baby Tonight CD is Miracle. I just, I, I love that song. And also, We Didn't Know the duet with Stevie Wonder. Um, it's funny how I discovered who she was after I'm Your Baby Tonight. I was at my cousin's house. My second, my second cousin, my cousin, Long story short, my grandmother's sister's son. So yeah, so him and my mother are first cousins, so I guess that would make him my second cousin. I'm not good with all of that, second, third, fourth, fifth, once removed and everything else. I don't always follow all of that. But yeah, I guess you would call him my second cousin. Okay. I was at his house one day, and I was already a fan of Whitney Houston from the I'm Your Baby Tonight CD. The only songs I knew were the songs on I'm Your Baby Tonight. When I was at my cousin's house, I noticed his CD collection and I saw her name. And it was the Whitney album her second album. And I said to my cousin, I was like, wait a second. She has another CD? Because I didn't know anything about Whitney Houston. And this was before search engines and, and everything else. The only thing I knew about Whitney Houston was the I'm Your Baby Tonight CD. So when I had seen her name, I was like, wait a second, she has another album? And then I asked my cousin, can I borrow it? And he's like, borrow it. You can have it if you want it. And you know, my eyes lit up. I was like, wait, what? I can have the Whitney Houston CD? <laughs> okay. So I took the Whitney CD with me. And I listened to the song, I Want to Dance with Somebody. And I knew who she was when I heard the song. I was like, wait, she's the one who sings that? The I'm Your Baby Tonight, Whitney Houston, sings I Want to Dance with Somebody? <laughs> I didn't know that she was the one who sings that or who sang that. And then 
I heard the other songs on the Whitney album, So Emotional, Didn't We Almost Have It All, um, Where Do Broken Hearts Go, My Goodness, Lonely Talking, uh, Love Will Save the Day, list goes on and on. Uh, almost every single song on pretty much, not almost, every single song on that second album is a hit. It just is. Where You Are is an, is an amazing one. And I'm like, wow. So she had a second CD because all I knew was the third CD, I'm Your Baby Tonight. So in, at that time, I didn't know that was her second CD. So now I'm really into Whitney Houston because I'm listening to the I'm Your Baby Tonight, which I, I already had that one because of my mother. I pretty much just confiscated my mother's Whitney Houston CD for myself. And then the second CD, Whitney, that my cousin gave me. And I decided to look and do some research and I forgot how I found out. I don't, I don't recall how I found out, but I was like, if she has, if another CD exists, if this Whitney CD exists, does she have any other CDs? And then through research, it might've been through um, family or whoever, I found out, yeah, she has another CD, her debut CD, Whitney Houston. Then I listened to that one, The Greatest Love of All, which, by the way, is her favorite song. Um, you know, for those who are in the Whitney Houston trivia, more Whitney Houston trivia, Sammy Davis Jr.'s favorite song is One Moment in Time. So I listened to the first CD and, of course, listen to How Will I Know, um, You Give Good Love, my probably one of my favorite Whitney Houston songs out of all the songs, out of all her CDs, is on her first CD. I'd it would, I, I don't know if I would say it was number one, but it would be close if it wasn't. The song called All At Once. I love, 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 love that song, All At Once. It's so pretty and sad, too. But I, as the years went on, I would buy Whitney Houston's CDs. Sometimes I'd buy one copy, sometimes I'd buy three or four copies, depending on what it was. Of course, Bodyguard, and the Bodyguard is such a funny thing to me. People don't realize how amazing vocally they give her credit for being an amazing vocalist. Like she's the Whitney Houston is usually the standard, but I feel it's an even higher level than that because the bodyguard alone 
there were only the bodyguard is the best-selling soundtrack of all time and one of the best-selling albums of all time i forgot what it's up to now i think what 33 million worldwide or something i haven't checked it recently but I, i'm sure it, it's probably about 33 million worldwide give or take and the funny thing about that CD is that there were only three original songs <laughs> on, the, on the CD. I remember I was looking at it one day a few years ago and I'm like, wait a second, there's only three original songs on here. Because <laughs> she only did six songs because it was, and I'm doing this for memory, it was I Will Always Love You, which was a cover by Dolly Parton. I Have Nothing. That was an original song. I'm Every Woman. That was a cover. Shaka Khan sang that. The fourth one, Run To You. That was an original. So we have two original songs. Then um, after that, Queen of the Night. That was an original song. So that's three original songs. And then Jesus Loves Me. That was a cover. So out of the six songs that she sang, out of this soundtrack selling over 30 million copies, out of this soundtrack collecting award after award after award after award after award, she dominated and became icon status and dominated the charts with really just three original songs. The rest were covers. That's how amazing vocally she is. And I enjoyed the Just Whitney album. That one was good. Try It On My Own is one of my favorite songs too. That's up there. Um, for Little Secret, my love is your love. I didn't like it's not right, but it's okay when I first heard it. When I heard it's not right, but it's okay. I was like, what is she singing? Oh, man, we're already at 14 minutes. See? <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm going to keep going, though. I was like, when I first heard it's not right, but it's okay. I was like, what is she singing? I don't like this. <laughs> and one of my associates at the time, he was like, how can you not like this song? This song is hot. I was like, um, I'm not feeling it. But of course, I bought the album anyway because I, I love Whitney Houston. I'm a fan. And also, I knew that even if I didn't like that song, there would be some other songs I would find on there that I like, and I did. Um, I Bow Out, one of my favorite songs on there, and also I Learn From The Best. Love that song. And as time went on, It's Not Right But It's Okay, it became, it moved up in the ranks of songs I liked by Whitney Houston, especially the remix. Um... The funny thing is with the My Love Is Your Love album, and this is where, now that I've told you some of the things about 
the music itself. Now I'm going into the individual. On the It's Not Right But It's Okay album, back a long time ago, I I had to attend a convention with uh, one of my God sisters for modeling. And one of the models there was friends with one of the producers on the My Love Is Your Love album. And at that time, this is a long time ago, obviously, because that album came out in, I think, 99, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. The girl I was talking with who was friends with one of the producers was saying, Whitney Houston is hood. And I was looking at her like, no, I don't believe that. She's like, no, 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 no. Trust me. Whitney is nice, but she is hood. Don't get it twisted. She will pull out the Vaseline, grease up her hair, take off her shoes and fight for real, for real. <laughs> I'm like, I do not believe you. I don't believe that. Whitney Houston is glamour. She's classy. She's, you know, this, that. She's like a princess. She she wouldn't do that. And she's like, okay, believe what you want. <laughs> and then <laughs> the infamous interview happens between Whitney Houston and Wendy Williams. And I heard that interview years after it had happened. And it's still on YouTube. Look it up sometime. If you, if you haven't heard that interview, that interview is one of the reasons why Whitney Houston is my muse. She was dropping so much knowledge during that interview, it was crazy. You just have to listen to the interview. And she was quick. Like, anytime Wendy Williams would say something, Whitney Houston would just clap back with something smart, but get her good. And I'm just like, wow! And Whitney Houston is, she is one of a kind. She, she was one of a kind. She really, really was. Another thing I appreciate her for, if you've seen the concert Classic Whitney, where she does the classic, she does some of her songs, but mostly she does covers of songs. And it was at Constitution Hall. And she was talking throughout the concert. And one thing she had said that I had never heard before when she was talking about sayings, not everything glitters is gold. She said, pretty is as pretty does. And sometimes pretty can be pretty ugly. 
and the, the third thing that she had said that I had never heard before. Smell the perfume. Don't drink it. And when she said that, that marinated <laughs> a little bit. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Smell the perfume. Don't drink it. And there were other things throughout her career doing interviews with people where in my eyes she was a class act. I believe that we, myself included, gave her a hard time when her voice wasn't what it once was. And it was so weird after she had died, it didn't dawn on me. And I was like, how could I be this dense? It didn't dawn on me until like maybe a year or two after she died. She didn't lip sync. It was rare. If percentage wise, I can comfortably say less than 5% of the time. Comfortably, I can say that without even researching it because I've seen most of her performances. She didn't lip sync. If the voice was there that night, it was there. If it wasn't, it wasn't. But she got up on that stage anytime she had to perform and she did the best she could. And as I sat and analyzed that, as I sat and wrestled with it, because this was a woman who had toured the world 15, 20 times over. Been there, done that, sang all over the world, sang for princes, princesses, Kings, queens, prime ministers, presidents, tens of thousands of people over and over and over again, constantly on the road for decades where her voice was at its peak and kept going nonstop. There was enough material from Decades of live performances where she could have easily in her later days had some engineers cut something from when she performed in Brazil, cut something from when she performed in the United States, cut something from when she performed in South Africa and this country and that country and this city and that city and mixed it all together and did a whole lip sync live concert that sounds like she's singing. The technology was there for her to do that. She could have done it at any time, but she didn't. She made the choice 
to go up to the microphone and roll the dice every time, even when she knew her voice wasn't at what it once was because she believed that singers should sing. That is what she believed. Singers should sing, and that's what she knew she was known for. She wasn't known for cutting flips and doing splits and all this other stuff and circus de soleil and everything else on the stage. She was known for singing. And maybe in her eyes, she felt she would have done a disservice to her fans if she didn't give them an official live performance versus an unofficial live performance with lip syncing. That is a huge reason that Whitney Houston is my muse. It takes a lot of strength to do what she did because she could have easily taken decades of live performances and got the engineers together and say, hey, I need you to do this, 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 and that for when I go out on stage. Take it from 98. Take it from 94. From this concert in 94. Take it from this concert in 96. Cut this, cut that. Put this together. And gave her voice a rest because anytime she was singing, it was clearly straining her voice. But she felt she wasn't giving her all if she would have done that. And on top of that, she was very genuine in her interviews. Sometimes she could be harsh in her interviews. She could be real shady. As a matter of fact, you could go on YouTube, type in Whitney Houston shady moments. Whitney Houston could be really shady during interviews. <laughs> but because she had the strength to roll the dice and because she loved her fans enough to give her all, regardless of whether she had it to give or not. That's why she's my muse and she'll always be my muse and not necessarily a muse as a singer, a muse as an entertainer, a muse as a professional. I appreciate Whitney Houston and everything she's done, whether it's her music, whether it is her acting. I, I don't feel she received enough credit as an actress for The Bodyguard to be her first major film. I think she deserved more credit on that. I probably mentioned it before. I'm mentioning it again. She deserved more credit on The Bodyguard than what she got. They didn't really attack her, but they didn't really praise her either. For that to be her first major film that is still one of the highest grossing films of all time, by the way. To be a lead 
black woman and then also to make what she made in the film industry. Whitney Houston was amazing. And she she doesn't receive enough credit, not nearly enough credit. But she'll always be my muse. And that's all I got. Thank you for listening. If you listen to the podcast, thank you for watching. If you're watching the show, KIRWKC.com, KIRWKC for Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.com forward slash KIRWKC, YouTube, Daily Motion, subscribe, notification bell for YouTube, like, share, comment. I appreciate all of you more than you'll ever know. Be blessed.